we have to do the intro. Uh, do you want to do it or should I? Um, hello. This is a kind of weird episode of Hope's Hearth because um, of out, uh, life circumstances. We can't all be together and even digitally. So just Lindsay and Will, hi, are um, recording a game together. This is still Hope's Hearth, an actual play podcast where friends uh, build worlds together and explore the ways people react to stressful situations. Uh, it's exploring identity, community, and the ways people find strength and love in dire uh, situations. Thanks, Lindsay. <laughs> uh, and uh, you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? I'm Will. I use the A-M pronouns, which work like they, them, except singular and without the T-H. And you can theoretically find me at on Twitter at same NB hat, that's NB spelled E-N-B-Y, and the podcast at Hope's Hearth Pod. <laughs> I'm Lindsay. You can find me on Twitter and Curious Cat at PF underscore Diva. And um, today you're going to play um, Connected to Anonymous, a game by our very own Izzy Sykes. Yeah. Oh, uh, let me read the uh, lines and veils. Oh, thank you. Yes. So uh, our lines today are big diseases, involuntary transformation, rape, body shaming, children being hurt, uh, torture involving fingernails, ableism, racism, sexism. And our veils are child abuse, dementia and similar, insoluble problems, trauma, abuse of any kind, and steamy situations. We will also avoid uh, other lines and veils such as sexism, racism, non-consensual situations, as well as uh, self-harm, uh, eating disorders, and uh, that sort of thing. So we're just, we're, we're, we're going to try and be like good and kind and all that uh, goodness. We just don't have um. Izzy's like condensed list. So, uh, yeah. Um, right. Izzy wrote the game we are playing, which has a, a nice little description. Um, which says loading premise. Dot dot dot. You have connected with another anonymous user online. Whether you have joined through random algorithms or through shared interests is not important. What is important is that you have connected. Can you make a connection? Will it matter? And loading game description, dot, dot, dot. Uh, Connected to Anonymous is a two-player uh, epistolary game where you and another player, uh, another person, play two anonymous people in an online chat room. Think along the lines of randomly pairing with someone on Omegle or leaving messages to someone on Wall of Text. You don't know each other. You will never know each other. And at the end of the game, will you remember to exchange information uh, to message each other again? And uh, this is uh, heavily inspired by Izzy's experiences as a teenager and a young adult chatting with strangers in public chat rooms saying wait till the small hours of the morning and just never talking to somebody again, hoping and praying that you'll get their Skype handle or their MySpace and talk to them again. But you won't pay. Permanence of these connections is important to everyone in different ways, and we don't need to feel like we have to be friends with each person we speak to. Howdy, y'all. Izzy popping in here because they forgot to list off a few of the rules about how the game works. So... To pick up where they left off, loading rules. Typically when you play this game, what you will need is two people, one hour, a digital chat program of some sort, or a piece of paper, and one D6. The D6 is an optional rule to use a corresponding typing quirk from the list below. 
In starting the game, you have to answer the following questions. You can keep them to yourself or share them with your partner. These questions are not part of the conversation. Who are you? Why are you online and chatting? What time is it? What do you hope this conversation will do for you? Since they are doing this via audio, they do not need to make sure that you're using the same chat program. Typically, this would be played with a chat program to simulate a chat log like Omegle. So to start the game, both players will ask the other their ASL. Players can choose not to answer this or only answer part of it. The older player or character will go first, but if no one answers, then flip a coin or discuss it. And then you roll 1d6 and choose a topic from the list below. The starting player will ask the question, and then the other player will respond, and responses should go back and forth like this for the most part, but you feel free to break the structure as you go forward. The players may stay on this topic for multiple turns until the person who did not choose the topic decides to change it. At any point, the players may choose to move away from the topic list and create them on their own, and you play this way, getting to each other over the anonymous text chat. Ending the game. Once an hour has happened, the person whose turn is next will abruptly end the game. This can be a sudden disconnection, saying they've got to go, etc. These two people will never speak again in this space. Each player takes a moment with how the conversation made them feel and what they may have taken away from it. They may feel free to discuss with the other player what they're thinking about. Then save your chat log. You never know when you'll want to see this again later. So, we are connecting over an app called Hearts Knit Together. And there are two people. Um, are we doing this as vis as if we had a video feed, or are we doing this, um... Let's be honest, Sylvia so, is really we... distinct. <laughs> <laughs> Sylvia is probably choosing straight yeah. audio. So, I don't know who I'm playing. I should probably look through... The character list uh, to see who I want. You don't have to. Could be a new it person. Could be a new person. But um, I also want to take a look and see uh, if there's anybody I want to play. Because uh, there might be somebody I'm interested in. Probably not, but it could happen. Remember that kangaroo people <laughs> exist. <laughs> oh man, I did forget that. That's all right. I established it off camera. So. Oh, it is important to know that uh, Hearts Knit Together is uh, definitely a, um, like, uh, I'm, I've lost the word. Dating? Yes, dating app. <laughs> and uh, our wonderful um, Sophia, uh, did not realize did that. not read the description just looked at the icon and the name and went oh knitting buddies <laughs> alrighty so yeah there's nobody on the list I'm uh, particularly eager to play so uh, it is also important to note that this game is a uh, meant to be played with like a chat program but um we spoke to izzy and uh she has given us permission to play it as if it's an audio conversation because that frankly that's much better radio than if we were just typing to each other <laughs> <laughs> and then reading it later i guess yeah it also has a timer um ordinarily the timer is to be set for an hour. We're going to be setting hours for two hours um, so that when it cut, when, when Danielle, thank you, Danielle, cuts out all the dead space, it's not three minutes long. <laughs> uh, all right. And um, for those of you out there who are homestucks, like you have to take a look at this because of the typing quirks. They're amazing. But we are not going to be using them because having a talking quirk would just be, uh, well, let's just say hard to maintain. That too. 
And, um, yeah. Basically an accent. Accents are hard. Yes, they are. All right. So I have uh, no idea who I'm going to play, so I will develop somebody new. All right. I will start the timer. Welcome to Hearts Knit Together. We will now load the app. Now loading. Now loading. Now, oh, it is loaded. We hope that you find another heart and have a connection. Please enter your name. Now connecting you to another heart. Good luck! Uh, ASL? Though I'm not sure why we're asking if people speak a, a, a sign language. There could be at least three sign languages that are just ASL. Over audio program. Uh, it that's that's not what that means. Uh it's ask Oh, yeah. Uh it's sorry. That's all right. Uh uh the reason why they put it it's it's like a prompt. Uh you uh you start off with like how old you are, what your gender is, and where you're at. It's like an icebreaker sort of thing. Uh I usually have a smart ass response to it, but um Oh, I'm sorry for depriving you of the opportunity to make a smart comment. That's I, I know that people really prize that. <laughs> no, that's perfectly fine. Like, to be honest, uh, like, they put it as an icebreaker, but usually people who put that aren't looking for, like, a relationship. They're just looking to get busy. And, like, sometimes it's... Uh, fine, but most of the time, mm, no, not not interested. So, you're not looking for someone to like help you focus on your project for the next hour. Um, I mean, I I guess I could work on something. I uh, are you here to have somebody help you focus on your project? I thought it was like knitting buddies. Oh, oh no. Oh, <laughs> oh no. I'm, I'm, no, this is, no. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not oh. laughing at you. Uh, that's just, that's really sweet. Um, no, this, uh, no, this has nothing to do with knitting. <laughs> then why does it have knitting in the icon and the name? <sighs> Uh, people ought to name things, things they are. I had to shelve a book today. I, I work in a library. Uh -huh. I had to shelve a book today, which was named The Secret Life of Birds. Okay, I said to myself, this is a nature book. It's a nature book about birds. But it's not about birds. It's about philosophy. It just uses birds as a metaphor to talk about philosophy. So then I had to recatalog the entire thing. People should call things what they are. Yeah, yeah, that, uh, wow, that sounds difficult. Uh, yeah, um, I, 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 I did not have to shelve any books today. I, I don't work in the library. Most people don't. <laughs> Uh yeah, I, no yeah, that I guess I guess that that does make sense. Um Yeah, no. Uh yeah, I uh Yeah, no. I I did I didn't do that. Um But did you did you do something? Um yeah, I uh I I organized half of my closet and ooh yeah, uh, so now I've gotten rid of um, all of the uh, old shorts, and um, I, I haven't quite gotten to the skirts yet. 
But, um... Uh, you are getting rid of things that don't make you happy anymore. That's awesome. Thank you. I, I really appreciate you saying that. I, uh... I... Uh, gosh, I, I don't... <sighs> you know, it's, it's been tough for me lately. Oh, um, no. Yeah, I, uh... Well, like, what's your home like? Uh... Do you promise not to tell me I need to get a better one? Why would I tell you to get a better one? There's lots of different types of houses. I really appreciate that. Um, I, I live in a set of cardboard boxes in the vents. They're not blocking the, um, airflow because the vents just have a weird hole there. Before I lived there, it was full of mice, but I cleaned them all out first. Like, there's, there's no mice poop left or anything. I think people keep worrying that I'm with mouse poop, but, but no. It's all very clean and nice, and nobody looks at me. Oh. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I guess I kind of get that. I, I don't terribly like being looked at either. It's really difficult to, sometimes, and people just, you know, they stare, and... Yeah, and they don't mean to. That's the worst part. If they were doing it to be mean, you could tell them to stop. Right. And then they ask weird questions, and... I mean, if the vents are most comfortable for you, it's probably really warm there. It's warm, right? Yeah, I... <laughs> I didn't get into one of the cooling vents. <laughs> that seemed like a bad plan. Yeah. Well, some people, like, cooling is better for them, but, um... Not, right. Not for me. I'm warm-blooded, so, like... Oh, yeah. Heated uh, my fingers get cold if if it's too cold. Yeah, exactly. And, like, if you can't feel your fingers, then, like, it's a rough day. So. Yeah, uh, you definitely can't knit. Exactly. And, uh, I, I tried to knit, um, but, like, it takes so much time and focus, and I just sort of lose it, so I never got good at it. That's why I thought that another Knitting Buddies app was such a good idea, you know? Because it takes, it's so much more fun if you can talk to someone while you're doing it, right? And, like, ordinarily I'd be really grumpy because I just had to rip out two rows. But since I'm thinking about, like, what kind of houses people have, because that's what we're talking about, mm -hmm. it's not so, it's not so uh, frustrating. That word. I, I spend all day with words, and sometimes they fall out of my head in the evening. Yeah, I I understand that too. I also lose words um a lot more than I would really like to. Um so like sometimes they stick around and I know exactly what I'm going to say and sometimes it's just like I know what this word is. I know I know what this word is and um it's it's not happening. So. Yeah. That's got to be really frustrating. Yeah. I generally get there eventually. That's but Yeah. So you're cleaning your closet? Oh, uh, I'm I'm not cleaning my closet anymore. Uh I did as much as I was able to, but uh mm -hmm. I think I think I'm done for today. Uh it's uh uh okay. So I, uh, uh, you asked me not to tell you that you should live in a different house, so please don't, uh, tell me it's not that hard, but, um, cleaning is, um, like, really tough on me, and, like, doing a lot of things is really tough on me, and so, like, it's all I was able to, to do. I'm, I'm, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm worn out. If you're worn out, then it must it's a good time to like let yourself lie down and and I, I guess talk to a stranger. <laughs> well, I, and 
things that are hard for some people are easy for other people. It's it's like that story about the rocket scientist who always had to wear um, sticky grip shoes because he couldn't tie laces. Uh, you know, I don't think I've heard that one. That's pretty cool. I, I, yeah. You run into a lot of weird stories when you work in the archives. Oh, you work in the archives? Mm-hmm. Wow, that's really cool. Uh, a friend of mine said that, um, like, in the archives, sometimes things don't show up when they're supposed to. Like, do things show up early in there? Oh, yes. It's such a pain. You would think it would be exciting because, like, we can see the future. But actually, we don't know yet whether these are going to be accurate predictions of the future. And... Like, and they just show up. So we have to decide, are we going to hide this from the people it might affect? Are we going to try to act on this? Like, oh, look, here's a book about all the road failures we had in the year 2037. Um, well, in 17 years from now, I don't know what, what calendar system you use. Oh, um, uh, I'm on uh, Hope's Promise. I'm in Hearth City. How about you? I'm also in Hearth City. I work in those archives. But uh, the calendar I keep um, doesn't have anything to do with Hope's Promise at all. And I don't know why. Oh. And it's just... Well... At least it's not a poisonous frog. This is true. Uh, well, I mean, sometimes I, uh, like, I don't do this, but I've heard there are some people who will get, uh, like, collect different calendars, and they just do the math every day because, you know, it keeps their brain active and moving. And when you've got that much time just at home anyway, uh, and it takes so long to, you know, go from being awake to getting up that, you know, you might as well, like, have something to occupy your mind while you're waiting to be able to get up. Yeah. There's, um, that's actually part, not calendar transition, but doing a math problem in the morning every morning is part of a particular system of educational theory. <laughs> uh, so they're, they're, they're educating themselves, you know? That's really cool. Yeah, I thought it was too. Uh, I don't uh, like math, um, just sort of in general, so doing math problems before I'm properly awake uh, sounded like, you know, a little piece of hell. So I don't do that. <laughs> but one person's hell is another person's heaven. Exactly. So. And also, because they do that math all of the time. Okay, so I was playing this one game. It was like a card game, but they do it online. And it's got uh, different types of uh -huh. stars and monsters. And uh, one of the questions had something to do with uh, calendar uh, transition between, like, uh, the Plumeria and the Dolene. Uh, Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. And so, like, I knew my friend would know this because uh, they're always doing the map calendar. Uh, transitions so i went and asked and they had the answer for me lickety split so i was able to keep going i won nice and it's it's always really nice like to be thought of when your friends are doing are doing something without you so i bet that was a good experience for the friend too they were like oh wow my friend remembered this thing about me Oh, that's a really sweet way of thinking of it. I 
actually felt a little worried about bothering them. But, like, they were really eager to talk about the different calendars. And some of them are really interesting. Uh, like, oh, jeez, I can't remember which calendar it is. But there's this one calendar that isn't based on any star. It has something to do with, like, the moon and a couple of, uh, like, red uh twin suns rotating around each other it's wild that's really interesting (laughs) (laughs) yeah oh geez i've been i've been talking so much uh like what kind of things are you into uh well right now um i'm knitting uh i'm i'm being part of a a group knitting project and I was falling behind. Um, we're all knitting squares of the same size, but different materials, like a bunch of little squares. And then we're gonna, um, like, uh, so my material is sheep's wool, you know, from, from the human planet, because I'm not allergic to sheep's wool. Um, that's- so it doesn't itch me. Um, and we're going to sew all of our, our squares together to make big blankets so that people can learn what lots of different materials feel like. Oh, that sounds so nice. You should come to the archives in, in, uh, in um, three weeks. Uh, 27 days. Well, it'll definitely be up in 27 days. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and and feel it. We're going to have one. I'd, I'd really like to, but um, I, I don't. Moving is hard? Yeah, yeah. Moving is really hard. Well, we're going to have one that's uh, circulating by delivery, too. So you should check it out for a couple hours sometime. Really? Yeah, I would definitely like to do that. It's, uh, it's, I, I've, I don't, like, I always see these different events going on around town, and, like, yeah, you can, like, ask people to take you, but then you have to ask somebody to take you, and, uh, if they don't want to leave when you want to leave, you have to, like, either find somebody else, or, you know, just wait. Uh-huh. Like, it's, it it's 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 a lot <laughs> and it just if if things are already hard then making things even a little bit harder m- means that it's just not worth it yeah and like sometimes you want to go and then like 15 minutes before you have to go it's, you you just realize oh no no i don't actually want to do this never mind and then you feel bad cuz you have to tell somebody who you know might have spent like an hour getting to you. Oh no, actually no, I don't want to go after all. And so uh... Yeah. That's one of the reasons we're we're trying to step up our um circulation delivery program is is for people like you. Um so that you can experience some of the things that um anyway yeah, I, I definitely could have given an eloquent explanation at, like, a couple hours ago. <laughs> That's okay. And, uh, like, I think uh, the archives uh, circulation is uh, pretty good already. Like, I get my books, and uh, sometimes I get art, uh, because I see something that looks really cool, and... um there's been some pottery I was able to uh, look at up close, so that was really cool. Do you know if you if if working with pottery is is hard for you, or do you think have you ever tried? I, you know, I haven't. Uh, I. Uh... I I I always figured it would be, but like if my if I have enough support, I can sit for long periods of time. That's how I'm talking to you right now. I'm just uh, sitting, so 
Uh, that's not too difficult. It's comfortable. But um. Oh, good. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want you to be making yourself uncomfortable uh, just to talk to somebody who wanted to, <laughs> who wanted a knitting buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's fair. I think you're sweet. Oh no! Oh no! You can't! Oh no! No! I oh oh I. Mm, uh. Okay, so I, did, I did. I never did tell you what this site is actually about, did I? Uh, no. Uh, this is this is for uh, uh, this is for making um, uh, romantic connections. Oh, okay. That's why there's a heart. Yeah, that's there's a heart. <laughs> and um. Yeah, I, I I would think you like I had to like there were options uh like uh do you want like platonic or romantic do you care about gender or species uh, that sort of thing you didn't see- a lot of those questions just don't apply to me I I'm an idiom uh, um a one off. So a lot of the time I don't pay as much attention to those questions as I should because they're like, what species are you? And (laughs) no. (laughs) Um, (laughs) What's your gender? I think. (laughs) (laughs) So when it said platonic or romantic, I was like, uh, oh, oh, okay. Maybe, maybe it, okay, sure. Whatever. And Oh, yeah, I can, I can see how that would be, um, uh, wow, so you're, you're literally the only one like you. Yeah, that's, like, probably why people worry about me, it's, because, like, they can't look up whether, whether they're doing, whether I'm, I'm doing healthy and smart things for my species, so they're like, ah, um, are you doing healthy and smart things for my species? And it's like, no, <laughs> no, I am definitely not. <laughs> but you're okay, right? Yeah, I'm not in pain, and I'm, um, and I, I, I know I can experience pain because, like, I get paper cuts. <laughs> Ouch. Um, so I know what bad feels like. I don't feel bad. Therefore, I must be all right. Logic. Yeah, I guess, I guess that makes sense. If another me turns up, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Oh. I mean, what would you do if there were another person who had exactly the same set of weird. Like, liked, like, not like, liked all the same things, but like, whatever makes you tired. Someone with exactly the same set of things that made them tired. That would just be really weird. It would be, I think it would be kind of nice, actually. Um, uh, just because... Sometimes then they'd get it. Sorry, you go first. They'd get it. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm, I'm surprised. Don't you feel lonely? No. I used to, but I don't anymore. Mm-hmm. So, so no. Um. But that's because that's because I have work now. Mm-hmm. Like before I had before I had a work um I felt lonely but the archives um it doesn't matter what species you are if you put the book in the right place you know mm-hmm. If you didn't put the book in the right place someone will explain to you why it goes in a different place and that's just really nice. Yeah, that makes sense, I guess. I am. Um, 
I used to work, but um, I can't do that anymore. Like I used to be better, and I've I've gotten worse. That's, that's gotta be really hard. Yeah, and um, I just uh, like I know that I should learn uh to do something different and do different work, but. Uh, like, you're already learning how to do something different. You're learning how to be the amount of tired you are now. That's that's a work. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it is. You're you're very kind. And it's easy to be kind to someone who's being kind to you. This is true. And I mean, it's not like anybody's ever mean to me or anything. I have friends, and they're nice to me, and they do their best to try and help me and be there for me. But, like, like we used to do things, like, at all, and now I just can't, and... Oh. Yeah. yeah, that's hard. Yeah. yeah. Oh gosh, I I should I should talk about something that is not this uh depressing. I you've been so patient listening to me talk about um all of these uh different things that are just so upsetting in my life and uh I um and I finished 5 rows. Really? Already? It's not a big square. <laughs> I'm going to have to tie off and start a new square pretty soon, in fact. Is it going to be another one out of sheep's wool? Yep. Oh. How many are you making? 32. That sounds like I have already made 27, but they're due tomorrow. <laughs> oh. That's a lot. This is 28, and then I have four more after this. So you just keep talking about whatever. <laughs> well, I guess that, uh, yeah, I, I guess I can do that. Um, well, now I don't know what to talk about. I, I, well, what books do you read? I know about books. <laughs> Um, the book I was reading, okay, so there's this one TV show, and I love it a lot, and uh, recently they've made a book adaptation of it, and Ooh. it was by the same creators who did the TV show, and I'm very excited, and oh my gosh, okay. So, um, uh, oh gosh, I don't, oh, uh, not everybody knows this because it's kind of niche. And, um, if it's niche enough that I'm not, that I don't know it, I'm probably never going to get around to watching it. Uh -huh. So you can totally spoiler me <laughs> because my to watch list is already long. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, I... Uh, People tell me what they like. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I watch a lot of things, and, um... Because that's restful. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is restful. And, um... Uh, yeah... Yeah, it's 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 very restful. It's um so it's uh it's called uh out of place and mm -hmm. it's about this archivist who uh like I don't I don't know what world <laughs> this archivist is from. Uh like I, I think it's a made up world. Um, but they talk about, like, different events and 
oh, what if this had happened instead of this? And uh, uh, basically the archivist is getting sent things from an organization in their world that also works in another world. And uh-huh. uh, in the show, like they never really say the archivist's name, but like in the book, uh, the archivist has a name and uh, like you get to learn more about the organization that does everything. And there's lots of uh, like, you know, little references. It's, it's very good. Um, so. so you can, you can really tell it's by the same creators. Yeah. Cause they, they've got the spirit, right? Yeah. So it's, it's always best when, when this, the creator is involved with the adaptation mm-hmm. uh, in some way, because then, then they get to make sure it it conveys their vision, mm-hmm. um, despite being in a different medium. Mm-hmm. But sometimes a creator will try to adapt to a medium they don't know how to work with. Mm-hmm. Like you, you remember um, that big messy time when someone was filming in the middle of hope's hearth and like everyone was complaining about having to reroute traffic Um, and then the movie was totally not very good oh that's that movie wasn't good i i kind of liked it too like did you read the book first oh no no i didn't So you got to experience the story, like, for the first time in that movie. Yeah. Um, but people who had already read the book were like, this isn't, this isn't, um, this isn't different enough from just, re- from, from just imagining it for this to be worth my time. And you messed up traffic for this and... Well, that was because the the creator didn't know anything about how to make movies, oh. so they didn't they didn't change the pacing and and they didn't you know add things or take things out with the sort of experienced eye that someone who'd been making movies would have had. Uh-huh. But. If your creators uh, of of out of place are like got advice or are experienced in writing books or got a ghostwriter to help them, mm-hmm. then that would that would have helped them make a great book out of a, a great show. And I don't feel like I'm spoiled at all, and I'm definitely putting it on my to watch list. it's it's really good uh so yeah i would i would definitely recommend you watch that um also um oh gosh uh like you probably uh you've heard of counterweight right oh man um yeah it's a really famous audio drama Oh. From from Earth, right? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so like they did, and uh, okay. So uh, the thing about Counterweight is that oh. it was a little. Well, it wasn't an adaptation of Hyron. Uh, you you know, uh, that's the same um company who did uh Hyron and uh Counterweight. Like, do you know Hyron? Okay. Um, uh, there are two human men who are actually gods and they kiss a lot. (laughs) Um, uh, there's a little bit of that. (laughs) I I think I saw one episode and it was the episode with the most kissing somehow. probably the prequel (laughs) (laughs) it's not even really Hyrule Uh, I I mean it sort of is but like you know when they write the like the beginning after they've already written the main series that's sort of what it was like 
uh, it was a blonde guy and like a, a big buff dude, right? Uh, yeah, and they were in a smithy. Uh, um, and there was a lot of alcohol involved. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Okay, so no, uh, mm. <laughs> there's a lot and um uh like basically the eidolons from uh counterweight are sort of the gods in hyron but sort of not and wait wait okay so so which one's alcohol god <laughs> Uh, you know, I'm not sure, actually, um, because I, I keep forgetting the, the counterweight <laughs> gods, uh, the Eidolons, because, okay, so I got into counterweight because a friend of mine was really enthusiastic about Cass and Audie. And, uh, uh Audie's, Audie's the robot. Audie's the robot. God. Yeah, and um, Cass is uh the the fish commander, uh the doctor also uh not Cody. Oh right, yeah, yeah. So, but um, but yeah. So one of my friends was a so one of your friends was a create no can't be a creator creator counterweights from old Earth right from from pre diaspora. Uh yeah 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 it's 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 way far back, um but like, uh listen, um you know are you about to tell me about fan fiction? <laughs> I know about fan fiction. The archive keeps fan fiction. <laughs> well, I was gonna tell you my friend was a nerd, but um. <laughs> Oh, is that what you call a person who reads fanfiction? <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't need to laugh so loud. <laughs> you laugh however much you like. <laughs> I am tying off this square. <sighs> this is now uh, the fish and robot and God's kissing. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to tell, but it is. Okay, but the fish and the robot don't have anything to do with the God's kissing. They were but we talked about them. <laughs> I really like the wine god. <laughs> uh, he's, he's so much so trouble. Oh, you like troublesome character. <laughs> okay. Oh, I have I got the book for you. Oh no. Mm-hmm. It's called The Fear of That Which Cannot Be Named is Nonetheless Still Fear. Do you want me to repeat that? Yes, please. I think I need to uh type this down. What's it about? It's about um some people who have gone gone to explore a an asteroid belt to see if they can make asteroid habitats out of anything and if there's any good mining and so on you know the reasons people go and explore asteroid belts mm -hmm. but they keep finding that um when they walk too close to certain rocks they're just shaking in their boots afraid oh. like so afraid it's legitimately damaging their health oh. and they're trying to figure out why that is mm -hmm. it's called the fear of that which cannot be named is nonetheless still fear oh i am i am definitely going to and there's one character who's who causes a lot of trouble for everyone else, but always by, like, always in ways that either are clearly meant to help, but don't, mm -hmm. or don't 
seem like they're gonna help, but do. Like, he never manages to help when he clearly means to, only when he doesn't mean to. There are some theories in the fandom that he's a god. Mm-hmm. There are also lots of theories that he's actually the scary thing. Oh. I'm not... Somehow. And, and maybe his gender has to do with that? Maybe he's... Because, like, he's the only he pronoun in the entire book, which is kind of... um disproportionate for a mostly human cast. Mm-hmm. So maybe maybe it's about uh that thing that lots of old earth societies had about men. Cause it, it wasn't written on Hope's Promise. It was written about two hundred years ago in a place called Amanelia. Uh, that we really don't have much information about because mm-hmm. they broadcasted this book and then they said, all right, now we're going to go develop a hive mind. See y'all later. And uh-huh. it's not later yet. Oh. <laughs> uh. Uh. Well, I'm kind of weird. I mean, hive minds aren't always bad. Like uh, the Clintex are, uh, they're helpful and they. Uh... Yeah. And. And they let people leave the hive mind. And, and yeah, the Clintex are great. Um, it's just weird to say we're going to develop a hive mind then stop talking to the rest of the universe. That's true. That is very weird. Yeah, I don't... Huh. Well, the, the story behind the book is as cool as the book is. Yeah. That's really... Oh, jeez. Um, Does mean we're probably not getting a sequel. Mm, yeah. It ends in a nice way, though. It, it Like, I want a sequel, but I don't feel like I'm deprived because there isn't a sequel. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I know exactly what you're saying. And the fan fiction is really good. <laughs> well, I mean... The good fan fiction is really good. Lots of people are practicing writing horror for the first time. And when you do something for the first time, you're not very good at it. This is that's true. just how it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's uh that's really interesting. I would really like to be able to read that. We've got eight copies, it's so popular. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The last thing that was that popular, I absolutely hated. It's kind of funny to like a popular thing. <laughs> I'm so used to not getting what what makes people like a thing, but I understand this one, mm-hmm. and it's really good! <laughs> so that makes me think, maybe all the other popular things are also good, I just don't get them. Yeah, that's true. Well, there's some things that are really, really popular that I I don't get at all. Like, um... Okay. Uh, I, tell me... Uh, stop me if you've ever heard of this. But there's, like, an entire genre of books that are about, like, biting and, like, drinking blood and oh those yeah the one yeah those 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 uh vampires yeah that's it that's what those are called and um yeah i don't not for you yeah i don't i don't get it i don't like things near my neck and uh i i I don't it's and, and and they usually like kill people uh i think and uh, sometimes like, it depends on on like which end of the genre, because like the ones for kids don't kill people. Well, for for teenagers, I haven't seen any really kid kid books, but the ones for people who are developing their 
uh, sexuality and adult mind. Why? Why do so many sapient species develop sexuality and adult consciousness like at the same time? It seems like that must be really inconvenient. Yes. Yes. It's it's, it's very inconvenient. Um. I don't Evolution know. doesn't care about convenience, I guess. No. Not not on a personal level. Yeah. It's mostly concerned with, you know, making sure there's more people or more of your species to um keep going. Maybe maybe it's cuz um most sapient species have have babies that need a lot of care. So, um if you don't, if you're not an adult sapient, when you have your baby, you're not going to care for it enough. And that's not evolutionarily beneficial, I guess. Yeah, that makes it's sense. A theory. Uh, but like most sapient species are also made so that, you know, lots of people work together. So even if you weren't an adult, like there would be. Uh, the people who raised you who would definitely be adults at that point and uh, they would be able to mm. so I don't know I wonder if anyone's written their thesis on that mm. I don't know I don't read a lot of theses I should but um there you go again saying should well, I want to sometimes like when I think about it, but like also there's fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> and and fan fiction, we're getting a lot better at labeling theses. But fan fiction is written for people to read. Mm -hmm. Theses are written to prove that the writer understands the field of study and like can produce useful work in it. Mm -hmm. So like you're not necessarily part of the target audience of a thesis, and that makes them a lot harder to read. Connection lost. Would you like to find another person? Okay, have a nice day. Also, important question. The series that you're describing, is that real? I'm afraid not. <laughs> I put it in the recording text channel because I, I didn't realize you were on Do Not Disturb. But I'm interested in that. Out of Place really exists. <laughs> it's a podcast. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a podcast. I want it. Okay, I'm going to. Okay, so Out of Place exists. Hyron exists. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the, the fear does not exist. Dang it. Now we have to do that. Greg, <laughs> I have to be in a horror game. I, I, I did this to myself. <laughs> oh, that would be so... Oh my gosh. Yeah, we should absolutely do that. <laughs>
Howdy, y'all. It's Izzy. Thanks so much for listening. If you like this podcast, please be sure to rate and review us on your podcast platform of choice, tell your friends about us, or tweet about us with the Hope's Hearth Pod hashtag. You can also follow us on Twitter at Hope's Hearth Pod to keep up with whatever we're doing, as well as talk to us. Your support means the world to us.